Thanks, Sunila. Thanks for this rare opportunity uh, to reveal certain uh, uh, events on my life, which is personally uh, attached uh, to uh, certain gardening. Uh, I started as an uh, uh, basically to uh, get my daily uh, vegetables, but uh, then uh, when it uh, when uh, surrounding neighborhood of my uh, garden become highly urbanized, when they keep cutting trees and uh, building new houses. Uh, in certain point, I had to give up slowly uh, my vegetable patches because uh, I realized that certain species, butterflies, birds, spiders, and uh, so many other mammals also, uh, increasingly, uh, they had no where else rather than uh, an edible garden or a forest garden to survive. What I learned was this uh, forest gardening is no more attracting fauna into your garden but just to give them a chance to survive. So, uh, I started to plant uh, endemic and indigenous trees. And while uh, planting these uh, trees, when they grow up, I got another chance to introduce creepers. Creepers, the vines, which take uh, vertical space, the sky space, uh, which give a different type of harvest, either as yams or otherwise like pods. But at the same time, uh, most of the mornings, I uh, watched uh, so many uh, tiny bees, not the exact honeybees, but in Singhali we call it Kaneyu. Uh, those bees were surrounded and roaming around those blooming uh, creepers because creepers grow fast and making a canopy even above the, uh, the strong trees and they, they have their own habitat. So slowly, slowly, uh, I introduced more uh, uh, like a type of uh, native uh, uh, orchids, not exactly orchids, they are like drynaria or bird's nest, uh, uh, some uh, pepper and uh, other type of wild uh, creepers which are right cling to the trunks and go up. So that is how 
uh, it's all began. Uh, when uh, it become uh, green and greener, so a uh, lot of people start to uh, comment on it. Their question was about the mosquitoes. Because I am staying, uh, the, the, because of the area where I am staying, uh, that uh, UC and the police uh, health ministry all frequently visit. And uh, they were asking once, one single question repeatedly. It is, uh, is it not too much trees? Sometimes I ask, for whom? Whether for them or to me? Then I start to speak to those people and I explain certain things. And also I introduced a pond, garden pond, with guppies and allow the mosquitoes to lay eggs in the water and guppies to feed on them. And also I noticed when there are uh, this oriental magpie robin, uh, paradise flycatchers and uh, so many other the birds are started to become habitat in the garden, there are less and less mosquitoes. They started to feed on mosquitoes. And uh, also I went through certain YouTube clips uh, how to make a bat nest. And I made a bat nest for the uh, tiny bats in Sri Lanka, not the flying foxes. So bats also eat a lot of mosquitoes. So I allow the nature to control the nature. And the most important thing is uh, slowly within last 10-15 uh, years when the butterfly uh, enthusiasm get increased in Sri Lanka through Michael Van der Porten and Himesh and others that uh, butterfly guidebooks become available more and more. Through those books we went through their larva, larval feeding plants, their host plants. Then one wonderful truth was unfolds to me, that is, the most of the native edible plants or herbs are the exact larval food plants for the butterflies. Not only for the butterflies, even fireflies. Then, uh, then uh, uh, there were new uh, studies on the spiders that uh, the spiders uh, who are dwelling in the trees. And uh, the night life, the nocturnal life, becomes so fascinating. Uh, though I have a small urban garden, the completely different life started to appear at night. The spiders, around 6, 6.37, they started to weave their webs. You can keep watching them. 
and fireflies there are certain trees fireflies can be seen uh, more frequently and then uh, I, I had to uh, learn more about this fauna and flora uh, then uh, even uh, I, I got the chance to uh, work with the forest department the, the wildlife department uh, and uh, get more and more rare trees uh, this uh, once it getting uh, complete that is like a closing circle uh, that it become sustainable now for an example uh, there's a small herb called uh, uh, Akkapana. Akkapana uh, uh, is a traditional uh, sambal uh, salad because it is easily you can get uh, Akkapana leaves, cut it into tiny pieces and uh, within no time you can prepare a good salad. Akkapana also fast-growing herb. It is like two, uh, one to two feet high. It needs sun, but it never demand for water or fertilizer. Water, less water is good for Akkapana. In fact, the meaning of Akkapana is uh, Pana is Pashana, the rock. It's a natural habitat in rocky areas. It's like an air plant. But what is the magic of this plant? That is the host plant for a beautiful red and white butterfly called red peary. We can eat the akapana leaves as a salad. Red peary's larva also eat akapana. So, we share our personal space with another living being. Sapsanda is the most prominent example I went through in my garden. I have two big Sapsanda creepers. Sapsanda young leaves, also a good salad or sambal. Same way as you prepare the akapana, you can make a curry sambal of sapsanda young leaves also, which is really good for the cough and uh, common cold and flame diseases. I forgot to tell you that akapana is is the uh, is the remedy which, you, according to the native medicine, for the kidney stones and the gastritis. So the point is, when you go through the traditional uh, edible garden, it is not only edible in the sense of food, but also it becomes has a preventive, a therapeutic effect as uh, medicine. This, uh, not like akapana, this uh, sapsandha. 
Sapsanda is a fairly hard creeper which goes, which uh, grow fast, vigorously to the tree canopies. And the beauty of it is on the higher levels of this creeper the bird wing, the Ceylon bird wing or Sri Lankan bird wing, the national butterfly of Sri Lanka lay eggs. Then the middle part of this uh, creeper, the crimson rose, another beautiful butterfly, love to lay eggs. And the lower parts of the same creeper, you can see a common roses larva, the, the caterpillars. And they are uh, uh, cocoons and the pupae and the whole metamorphosis, different stages of butterfly life. But these caterpillars and sometimes these cocoons are again become food for the birds. This red-vented bulbul and the common babbler, they keep on attacking. Nature controls nature. So my suggestion is when you consider about this uh, uh, edible organic garden uh, if we can try to identify certain native edible species uh, then we are giving a better chance for the rest of uh, wildlife uh, to, uh, to survive and also the most important thing is there are less maintenance. These native plants never demand for high fertilizing, pesticide, weedicide, or much the big space even. When, if, you, if you can gain that knowledge about how to harvest and how to deal with different type of the different months of for the different type of harvest through your small garden all over the year your food become uh, highly diverse or the variety of foods can be get from a small space so the it can be either underground or uh, as, as leaves or fruits or pods and uh, there are traditionally different type of methods of cooking because straight out of the tree in certain events, in certain trees you can't uh, uh, make that uh, fruit into edible so there are certain uh, ways, the method to make that hard food into soft, to make it edible. So this is the main uh, uh, point I want to highlight as, uh, as a Sri Lankan uh, who is living in Colombo, uh, still uh, 
if you have a small space uh, to introduce uh, more species that uh, biodiversity is the most important thing uh, to uh, face this uh, climate uh, calamity because uh, actually uh, uh, when you think deeply this uh, climate change or the global warming is not an environmental uh, problem it is something with our consumer problem it is the overconsumption and the wasteful consumption the type of exhibitionism is there the way we in our in our lifestyle so i i would like to highlight this point that what we are dealing today as climate change is not exactly uh, environmental problem it is more into it is related to consumer overconsumption but this overconsumption there's another word for it called greediness then if you if you look at deeply about this greediness it is again not a consumption problem it is a mental problem so we have to deal with our attitudes attitudes are more important than the facts so the thing is this whole discussion has to be about a sustainable lifestyle that is straight way of consumption if you allow a jack tree to grow in your garden if you get enough space uh, there must be an ability to cut it get it and eat it so uh, that is the straight forward way of consumption but it is it is bit hard work it, it is simple way you can say it is more primitive way of uh, eating but this primitiveness in a deeper way is more sustainable uh, so that is those are few things uh, i have to i i wanted to uh, highlight today uh, the miller will uh, explain to you how this uh, new technology can apply to your edible garden in a more sophisticated more scientific way but what i wanted to uh, explain uh, uh, to lay at the base is whatever the technology uh, whatever the space we can change our food culture uh, into more uh, native eco friendly uh and less maintaining uh, manner if we try to identify our traditional trees uh and 
edible uh, plants. Uh, we can uh, discuss more later and uh, on Saturday also, if you wish, we can, uh, we can meet uh, for a partly practical session. Thanks. Bye.